Aaron go bra. More like Aaron go blah. You are listening to the Dare Daniel podcast, where you send us your most sinister movie dares, and we suffer the consequences for your amusement. I'm Corky McDonald, and I'm a leper in the hood, and I'm up to no good. With me, as always, is Daniel Barnes, the film critic for the Sacramento News and Review, and a member of the San Francisco Film Critic Circle. Hi, everyone. As Corky said on this show, we do your dirty work by watching the most unwatchable movies you can imagine, and then we review and rate them on our unique system, a run-of-the-meal bad film, we rate a dar, double dar to the truly atrocious movies, and we reserve the reverse dar for those despised movies that are actually pretty good. Today on the podcast, we'll be chasing the end of the rainbow to find what lies there. Uh, it's not a pot of gold, let me tell you that. But before we get started, Dan's going to tell us all about the beer we'll be drinking during the show. Well, I had hoped to find some kind of an Irish-themed beer, Irish-themed to go along with the leprechaun oh, you theme, did, did you don't know? you know? But um, Irish beer is bad, generally, <laughs> and no one really makes Irish-themed beers, so I got us a weed-themed beer from Altamont Beer Works in Livermore, California. They do several beers that are named after marijuana strains. This is called Maui Wowie, but it is the tropical version. It's their classic Maui Wowie, a mosaic citra IPA, but infused with natural tropical fruits, and it is very juicy. Mm-hmm. It is very delicious. Today on the podcast, as I said, we're doing a lot of Irish lilts. We're saying Aaron Go Bra because the movie we have is Leprechaun 5, Lep in the Hood. I think it's just called Leprechaun in the Hood. I, I See, I got different ones. I got Leprechaun V, which uh-huh. I assumed was five, unless they were just going letters now. Just Leprechaun V. <laughs> leprechaun V. There is no Leprechaun V in this movie, unfortunately. You know what? The confusing nature of the title just is perfect encapsulation of what we're prepared <laughs> for with this movie. This movie came to us as a dare from one of our good friends of the podcast, Gavin, from the Films on Trial podcast. What up, Gav? Gavin's dare goes like this. Hi, guys. Hey, Gav. Gutted that I missed out on the chance to recommend a film for you to review during your excellent Scare Daniel series. That was October. We did a month of scary movies. Episodes 21 through 25. Thank you, Gav, for saying it's excellent. Hopefully, you're still in the mood to watch awful horror films. If so, then I'd love to hear your views on this cinematic turd. I love when people use turd. I gotta say it. It's a powerful word. It's equal parts unwatchable and unintentionally hilarious and features one of the worst raps of all time, thanks to Warwick Davis. No thanks to Warwick Davis. No, yeah. Um, I don't think he wrote it. You don't think so? No, I don't think I don't think MC Warwick D was just penning that, you know, <laughs> that little diatribe at the end. It's all about the performance anyway. The IMDb synopsis says when three rappers want to get even with a pimp, they accidentally unleash a leprechaun who goes on a killing rampage in the hood. That's not exactly no, right. <laughs> they're describing a different <laughs> they're movie. They're not trying to get even with a pimp at all. There's a pimp in the movie. It's played by Ice T. And of course, the leprechaun is played by Warwick Davis, Warwick, the three foot six Warwick Davis, best known for his work behind masks in costumes and various fantasy films. He was an Ewok in Return of the Jedi. He played the title role in Willow when he was still a teenager. He was Professor Flitwick in the Harry Potter films. And over the course of six Leprechaun movies, six. he was the titular Leprechaun. This is the fifth of eight films in the Leprechaun franchise. All but the first two were released straight to home video. And if you think that sticking the leprechaun in the hood with a bunch of rappers was jumping the shark, the previous film was set in the future in space. (laughs) They're actually pulling back and grounding this leprechaun in a little more reality than Leprechaun 4. This was also followed up in 2003 with Leprechaun Back to the Hood. 
and that was Warwick Davis's last turn on the title. Of course, it didn't stop him from making two more, including one this year called Leprechaun Returns. They're still making these fucking things? They're still making them. Yeah, they've made now two without Warwick Davis. All of them, except for the most recent one, are available for free on Tubi TV. That's right. Which is where we we both watched this film. This movie was released straight to home video on March 22,000. Directed by Rob Spira, screenplay by Doug Hall and John Huffman. It has a 25 critics rating on Rotten Tomato, 31 audience score. It is the best-reviewed film in the series. That's that's fucking utterly ridiculous. This is actually the my first time with a Leprechaun movie. I've never seen any of the other Leprechauns. I, I went through on Wikipedia and just read the plot synopses for all the other ones. I don't think we're missing anything. Okay. They all basically seem to center on somebody steals the Leprechaun's gold, and then he kills people to get his gold back. Just sometimes in space or the hood. They've done eight of these. <laughs> They've done eight. <laughs> it, it goes back to what we said in Scare Daniel. Uh, horror movies do not need to be successful Ever or even good to, be, to have uh, several. Keep making them forever. Yeah, Any kind of name recognition. For his role in Leprechaun in the Hood, Warwick Davis was actually nominated for the Business Video Video Premiere Award for Best Actor in a Direct-to-Video Release. So sure. Prestigious. Yeah. Corky, yeah. Uh, again, this is our first Leprechaun film experience. There's six more on Tubi TV. You going to go back? You going to watch all six after this one? I might follow up on the <laughs> sequel to the In the Hood series because I really like what they did with this. It's kind That's of like great. a I want to see the Wire season two thing that they're doing going to do with this. <laughs> Maybe examine where else in the hood the Leprechaun goes. So my my general question about this film, and I'll put it in a rhyme, okay. fitting oh, with boy. our Leprechaun antagonist. Pot of gold or pot of mold? That was a spot on accent. <laughs> well, it's a rhyme, you ask. <laughs> me hearty lad, not lass. But this movie came straight out of me ass. This is an awful fucking movie. So bad. It's it's it, it's awful in every conceivable yeah. portion. The writing, what writing, the production values, the acting, what acting, mm-hmm. the direction. It's bad. All across the board. Yeah. Very bottom basement uh, production values, as you were talking about. One hilarious thing that I saw as I was reading the credits, there are 17 people listed in the credits as actors. And this is the closing credits where they they name every person who has appeared in the movie. Yeah, it's true. Not just main characters. 17 people appear in this movie, <laughs> which has many scenes set in clubs or concerts. <laughs> There's like they walk the streets. The streets are empty. Yes. There's like no one around. They walk several alleys. They don't walk the streets. They walk several because you know they're just like, all right, pull out here. We'll shoot here right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one take, that's all we got. You describe Transylvania as having the production values of high budget porn. <laughs> this has low, low budget, budget porn. <laughs> slasher, maybe snuff porn <laughs> values. This is oh my god! This movie. It's just like this movie was just shot over like weekends or something for several years. Or Ab- <laughs> absolutely. All right. So let's anyway, get let's it. get right into it. Uh, as we said, all these movies are available on Tubi TV. So if you feel that you've accomplished pretty much everything you want to do in your life, uh, by all means. Have a little film festival. But Leprechaun in the Hood, it opens on Corky what? It opens on, Daniel, thanks for putting me on the, uh, Anytime. <laughs> the spot here. Anytime. It opens on a leprechaun. On a leprechaun. Descending a staircase. Twist. And you're hearing a rhyme about the leprechaun's curse. Now, yes. as I've just railed against everything about this movie, I sure. will say this opening I thought was probably the best part of this movie. Mm-hmm. It set the tone. 
there's a leprechaun's curse. He's telling you about it, and you're seeing this kind of stylized shot of a leprechaun descending a staircase and just playing with gold. Yeah. And you know, okay, this is what we're expecting. Yeah. There's a leprechaun. Super into gold. He's going to go after people who take his gold. Way into fucking gold. And he's going to talk in rhymes pretty much the entire Almost time. Almost the entire time. To the point that when he doesn't talk in a rhyme, it really glaringly sticks out. Kind of like, could you, did you not have a rhyme there? <laughs> So anyway, uh, he gives his rhyme, death to he who sets a leprechaun free. And he, yeah, he's usually, and he kind of goes down these stairs into an underground chamber. He's pretty much dressed exactly how you would expect a leprechaun to be dressed. Yeah. He has the little hat. He's got the green striped shop, uh, green and white striped socks. He's got the buckles. He's got the little outfit. He's got long red hair, except he has these monstrous hands and yeah. a disformed, monstrous sort of a face. Yeah. We go through credits that are written in very Shamrock Shillelagh, House of Pain type. Then we go to our next overture beginning, and we see somebody breaking into apparently where that leprechaun was. Yeah, I guess so. He's breaking into just some old building. Yeah. And who sticks his head through the hole in the wall but Ice-T with a gigantic 70s afro and basically a little guitar lick from Shaft playing. Yes, exactly. Just to let you know, this is the 70s. It, just to let you know that this is the 70s, he's got an afro, a shaft yeah, coat like with a, fur, checkered pants, elevator shoes, and the other guy's just picking his hair nonstop. Nonstop with, with the hair pick. pick. He also has an afro. They're looking for gold. They're obviously looking for gold. They have some map or something like that, and they go in here, and they just find like an old hamburger and like some Colt 45. No, it's Colt 54. Colt they, 54. They couldn't, they couldn't right. afford Colt 45. <laughs> but yeah, it's they, they show a hamburger, malt liquor, and it's like, oh God, we're doing this? And they're in the sub way mm. and they have found a pot of gold in the leprechaun's treasure and he's wearing this gold medallion the yes. leprechaun who we've seen fingering his gold in the early scene is now a statue he has this medallion they take the medallion off of him but before he does there's a, <laughs> this is where you get your first taste of the dialogue of this movie ice t sees the leprechaun statue and says you midget midas motherfucker <laughs> what or yeah. what the fuck is happening yeah. man uh, I mean, why not? Right. Why not indeed? And he sees a flute. Yeah. And that's what he's really excited about is he gets the flute. Somehow he knows that's the important thing. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's somehow really clued into leprechaun mythology. His sidekick takes the medallion off of the statue. The eyes just start to glow red and suddenly he's come to life and there's a leprechaun in the room and it's mm-hmm. Warwick Davis and boom, he's a leprechaun. So we instantly figured out the necklace goes around the leprechaun. He's a statue. If not, he comes to life and tries to kill people because he sneaks up on <laughs> the leprechaun sneaks up <laughs> on his sidekick, <laughs> takes his Afro pick out and apparently jams it into his they, neck. This is the, why we're so low budget. They don't show any of they this. They don't show you any just of hear, it. Uh, 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 yeah, and they're the like guy, behind a door yeah. and then he comes out and you see him and he has a very very bad looking prosthetic of a, a pick and blood coming out of his neck. And now we get another tacky. This is a bit of ADR dialogue because Warwick David obviously didn't say this on the scene because Ice T says dialogue at the same time and they lay the dialogue over each other. It's just confusing. But Warwick Davis says, free at last, free at last. Thank God <laughs> oh, almighty. God. This is so fucking so tacky, bad. man. So fucking bad so they have a little stand-up icy pulls out a gun but the leprechaun has like magical he powers has telekinetic powers or something yeah he can make a gun hot in somebody's hand he can conduct electricity he can move things with his mind i will say and this will come up a lot 
These are extremely inconsistent powers. They're very inconsistent. Because there are times where, again, he can straight up conduct electricity and move things with his mind. There's other times where he is stymied by a door. Right, yes. <laughs> a door is closed, and he, he is totally lost. In this scene, he heats up the gun that's in Ice-T's hand. That, he throws that down. Ice-T pulls out a switchblade. He knocks. <laughs> he a pulls out a switchblade. From his afro. Oh, did it? that came from Pulls the afro? out that oh, from okay. the afro. That. that comes out of the afro. Then a baseball bat. Pulls a baseball bat <laughs> out of his afro. <laughs> Somebody watched that uh, Scooby-Doo episode where the Globetrotters visited <laughs> and got an idea. Like, hey, you can pull anything out of an afro. Which, it, it, this seems to establish this sort of like airplane sort of spoof tone, which it comes and goes. Yes, it, comes and goes. Again, super inconsistent. Warwick Davis makes the move on him to come kill him. And then first of several amulet hijinks happens. Yeah, oh boy. The amulet flies up in the air, and there's a slow motion of the leprechaun looking up at it. And just looking up and just, like, you have arms and telekinetic powers, but yeah. he's just as looking at it and kind of looks it down onto his own neck. Yeah. At which point he turns into a statue again. The most real-looking <laughs> statue of all time. At which point Ice-T says... Motown, here I come. Because he's got this flute now. He has this magical flute, which is going to keep coming back. And I will say, speaking of gold, whenever Ice-T says the word flute, it is comedy gold. <laughs> How does he say it? Give me my flute back, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey, motherfucker, where's my flute? Yeah. <laughs> just, I see how that speech is nonstop with the flute. He's just like, hey, I ain't fucking around. I want my flute. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So anyway, it now cuts to modern day, which yeah. is the hip-hop 90s, although it feels more like the... Hip hop late '80s, early. I mean, this it's movie's bad. concept it, is just it, it, really, really weak. Listening to early '90s hip hop is sometimes awful. Right now, just because mm. of the passage of time, but this is, was bad for even then. No, this this would have been old fashioned even in the '90s. But there is a a trio, a rap trio. We have Postmaster P, right? Postmaster P, yeah. <laughs> we have Stray Bullet, Stray Bullet. And we have Butch. Postmaster P is sort of the, the nominal leader of the group. He's kind of the sensitive one. He's the one who we're going on a, something of a journey with. Postmaster P, because the P stands for positivity. Positivity. They're a positive rap They're group. conscious rappers. Stray Bullet is sort of a hothead, and Butch, his thing is that he's a virgin, and also that he's a... He's smart, except for when he's really dumb. He's like a tinkerer. Yeah. He, he is, he does, he's always coming up with inventions to blow things up. And they all live in Compton. Right. So this trio fucks up their audition because Butch causes an explosion that literally sends them flying off the Something stage. Something happens on the DJ table that <laughs> explodes the stage. And they just turn around. They're like, how'd our audition go? <laughs> like, it's like, first test drive. How'd I do? Quite poor. <laughs> yeah. It would not say. go well. And they're like, what? No. So then they, they need money. They need money because they want to enter this yes. contest. They want to enter this contest, and if they win the contest, they'll go to Las Vegas yes. to participate in another contest. The rap contest in Vegas <laughs> is the MacGuffin that they're chasing towards this whole... Every five minutes, they're just like, remember, we got to go to Vegas. got to get to Vegas. Got to get to Vegas. Yeah. So as they're feeling kind of down, they walk past a rap club, and there's Ice-T again. Yeah. Only Mac now he has the trappings of wealth. Ice-T's name is Mac Daddy Onassis. Mac Daddy Onassis. He's a pimp. He is a pimp, and I guess he's like a hip-hop mogul. He used to be a pimp. He that's used to be said. a pimp. He used to have hoes. Turned hip-hop mogul. Now he's a hip-hop mogul. Supposed to be a Suge Knight type. 
And he still has the pipe. He still has the flute. Flute. Yeah. Uh, they run up on him, and he calls them the Milli Vanilli of Compton Rap. Uh, but for some reason, they convince him, like, take you know, take us into your office and, and hear our demo tape, and, and you won't regret it. There's a guy who's not Delroy Lindo. He's wearing a silk shirt. He puts the tape into a boombox, presses play on the boombox, which you'll see that boombox is everybody's boombox. In this <laughs> it is one boombox <laughs> for all scenes. They play it, and the song just goes, uh, uh, we tight, uh, uh, we tight, all right, uh, uh, we tight. And he does not hear a hit. Well, you got to get rid of the positive message. Yeah. There's I'm not about... enough flute in that shit. <laughs> Get some more flute in there, bitch. I'm about guns, drugs, bitches, and hoes. And flutes. And <laughs> flutes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Butch is just up to all kinds of hijinks. He's just hijinks. The statue of the leprechaun with the medallion around its neck is just sitting in a display case in his office. Yeah. Remember, this controls his entire destiny. <laughs> Like, I don't leave, like, the deed to my house out in... I don't frame that and put it out for people to steal. You don't put a valuable thing out for people to steal. It's like Superman just having kryptonite it's in his house. It's just like, this is the thing that kills me. This right here? Isn't that fascinating? Would end everything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mac Daddy, he's a businessman, and he's taking calls while he's conducting this meeting. <laughs> and this line of dialogue that Mac Daddy screams into the phone... I hope you had sex last night because I'm going to come over there and cut off your dick and feed it to my pit and burn the shit when it comes out of my dog's ass. <laughs> Just magical Just, stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's a wordsmith right there. <laughs> so yeah, he tosses them out, but they immediately come up with a plan to rob him and take the necklace from around what they think is just a statue of a leprechaun incongruously placed in the office of a hip-hop mogul. Right. And Postmaster P's not with it because he's about the positivity. But he's super positive. He's told, if you're with it, we're meeting at McKenzie Park at 6.30 p.m. Right. McKenzie Park is apparently a train trestle in downtown Los Angeles because <laughs> the next time they meet up, they're at a train trestle in downtown Los Angeles. And he just comes right up and he's with them. And there's no even like thing in between the things. There's nothing. <laughs> there's and, nothing. and the weirdest thing is they do like three dissolves as he's walking towards them on this train trestle. Like they never thought... You know what? Cut. Let's just do this. You start walking a little bit closer than that train trestle. No, they they kept the one shot and just did the dissolves of him getting closer and closer. It's like the scene in Hunt for the Holy Grail or Monty Python yeah. the Holy Grail where they <laughs> where keep watching the guy running. That sunlight's right there. Yes. <laughs> so they do go into Mac Daddy's house and they break in there. Yeah. They have guns. Mac Daddy comes home mid robbery right. and Post shoots him. Shoots him, seemingly dead, grabs the chain as he goes, and then suddenly, what's in the room? A freaking leprechaun. A leprechaun comes out of nowhere. He instantly gets 90s era pop culture reference, because he makes a Tiger Woods rhyme. Yeah. That's his first rhyme. He yeah. is instantly caught up on all of our stuff. Right. Well, how did he even know the free at last, free at last, thank God <laughs> Almighty, and we're free at last? One thing's leprechauns have magical powers for uh, telekinesis and for pop context. <laughs> They can absorb. <laughs> they just absorb that right away. <laughs> so they blast away at the leprechaun because they all have guns. That's and the right. leprechaun pops up and says, give me me goddamn gold. And, you know, because he's a freaking leprechaun. Yeah. All he wants is his gold. He just wants his gold. They blast away at him, seemingly just blow him to bits and take off. Mac Daddy wakes up. He has a medallion around his. He has another medallion. Yeah, that's right. That somehow saved him. This is an unrelated medallion. It just happened to be there. So the medallion takes the bullet. He's fine, but then boom, 
the leprechaun reassembles, like his hand comes back, his hand had been shot off, and he kind of reassembles. He pulls an iron giant shit. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mac Daddy runs out of there fast as he can. He runs to his club and calls for help and then goes into the bathroom. This fucking bar, this is the cheapest. This is his club that he owns. This is, yes. the, oh my God, he's at, <laughs> exactly. it's such a studio. It, okay, so there's scenes, he, he calls them on a payphone, paranoid, bring the gats, bring everybody. We got some shit going down. Goes into the bathroom and tries to calm himself down. There's a crack in this mirror. Remember <laughs> that. That will come back. The crack in this mirror. The shot of Icy, like they got kind of creative with the shot mm-hmm. where they shoot in the mirror and you see Icy's face. You can also see above the rafters of the studio that they were filming <laughs> in where these walls go up only seven feet. Oh, my God. It, the, I'm surprised the walls didn't shake when they moved Just around on so the set. Seriously. It's so bad. So he has a vision of the leprechaun in the mirror, and he decides, I just need to calm down, yep. and I just need to smoke a joint. Just smoke a joint. So he pulls out a joint. Meanwhile, the leprechaun appears behind him and gets a whiff of it and says that it has an interesting aroma. And he's yeah. like, here, take a puff of it. So he gives his weed to leprechaun. We have a real bonding moment. Who says the immortal line, a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Because he's read 70s bumper stickers. <laughs> exactly. Ask, ass, or grass. <laughs> no one rides for free. <laughs> Shit happens. But he wants the gold because he's a freaking leprechaun. So he rips off Ice T's finger because there's a gold because there's a ring, ring on there. He yeah. takes his finger and Ice T runs out of there screaming and vowing to get revenge. This scene where the, now the leprechaun comes out of the bathroom and meets the bartender. Yeah, this bartender. My second favorite scene in the movie. This guy can <laughs> watch something else. <laughs> he was just. And then he hears music playing, and the leprechaun does, hi, what's that? That's rap. <laughs> rap? What's rap? Rap like I'm going to rap your head, motherfucker. <laughs> and he tries to swing a microphone stand on it's... him, I think, but he, the leprechaun grabs the hand, stand, electrifies it, and basically kills this yeah. guy with blue electricity. Ugh, so good. So as the rap trio goes to like hawk the gold and try to get some money and some yeah. equipment for it, they, you kind of find out that the the flute, when uh, Postmaster P plays the flute, it makes a noise that enchants anyone who listens to it. Everybody gets hypnotized. And you realize that was the key to Ice-T being a huge success in the music. Industry. And also the leprechaun can hear it and kind of locate where that is. But this right now where they go to hawk all the stolen goods and buy real good equipment is the second time they visit these pawn shops, yeah. Jackie D and Chow. Yeah. It's the same exact scene two times in a row, right. both times. Yeah. They get they f- get turned down for the Jimi Hendrix guitar the first time. And then, and then this time down, they, yeah. get, they buy shit. And then they go buy more shit from yeah. Chow. <laughs> the scene where they go to Chow, this is the most embarrassing scene oh, in movie shit. history. And this is where you said, like, every even when there's four people talking, they're only, like, filming one person? Yeah. Not this scene. No, no, This no. scene is filmed from outside of a door. They let the guy who played Chow really go for it. There's one guy outside the door. Chow has got his back to us inside the door. And then Stray Bullet and Butch are looking at us from even further back. Chow camps it up quite a bit in this. He does a whole thing where you're going to do a music video, then I need to dance in the video. Look, I can dance. At which point he does... A really long, just long, back and forth, geeky dance kind of a scene. Old Chinese men dancing to hip hop music is the comedy oh, in this. I mean, movie. that's as that's as high as it gets. Here. Yeah. And did you notice, like every scene, all the comedy is based on conflict. All the comedy is based on motherfucker. Look at your dirty shirt. That right. kind of stuff. It's all every scene. That's what the comedy's born of. Yeah. And this is mocking this old Chinese man who wants to get jiggy with some fly girls. <laughs> 
so the leprechaun hears him play the flute and the he just seems to be hanging out he's just like hanging out at the club with like his zombie fly girls who this is we have not even heard about the zombie fly exactly girls yet, but he's just hanging out there and listens hears it and it's just like oh okay there are several points in this movie where they just put things together like in coming like, up in this oh, next shit, scene did we not shoot that scene exactly what if we took the shot from that scene and just put it in there so the next scene after the chow dance and uh, Postmaster P noticing there's something kind of off about this flute. Yeah. We see Jackie D, the first pawn shop guy, uh-huh. driving up and he sees a woman. Well, at first he's closing up his store. Oh. The leprechaun walks up on him from behind. He's not closing up a store, Dan. He's just standing in a corner in an alley. He's just <laughs> facing a corner. There's no lock. There's no doorknob, you see. He's standing against a corner and the war, the, the Warwick, the leprechaun comes up to him threatens him, yeah. and then walks off. And just leaves. <laughs> yes. He's like, get out of here. And he leaves. <laughs> he's only like a, a katana for some reason. <laughs> so <laughs> then he's driving. Yes. Then he sees a woman, gets out of his car, and is like, oh, it's Jackie C. Yeah, Jackie <laughs> D. Jackie. His ex-wife is Jackie C. I guess in the hood, that's the way marriage and works. And he, he regards her as though they have not seen each other in years and as though she's a long-lost lover. And but she, she looks so good. Oh, yeah, love me. And he's like groping on her and groping on her. And then she just turns into a zombie. We get a very long close-up groping. of a, a hands copping feels all over this woman's body. And then a slight thing of her face getting a little like Halloween mask-y. Yeah. But then, then, then you Warwick see Davis. Warwick Davis yes. in just, they he's just, just cut in that some shot. dark, cramped place. <laughs> and he just hears bludgeoning noises and he kind of cups his hand to his ear like, oh, <laughs> good. I'm like, what is happening? I don't even know what the fuck was happening. They took a shot that was supposed to go later and just put it there to explain what the Do fuck it. was happening. Do it. The rappers are now partying. They throw a party, although true to this movie's form, that entire party is basically happening off screen because <laughs> otherwise they would have had to hire actors. Exactly. So they're all out on the roof and bam, up rolls Mac Daddy Onassis. When Pitmaster P, oh, Pitmaster, sorry, Postmaster P, sorry, I didn't mean to put the negative on you, Postmaster. <laughs> when he's feeling bad about murdering Mac Daddy Onassis, Stray Bullet tries to mollify him and try to calm down saying, look, we didn't plan for any of this shit to happen. Yes, you did. You literally planned you to did. rob you Mac Daddy. You 100% did. You 100% did. Planned that. they're still talking about, well, we're going to go to Vegas, though. Vegas, like, baby. Vegas is still Vegas. Like, their big thing. Like, they're just going to go to Vegas. So, yeah, Mac Daddy Onassis rolls up with not Delroy Lindo. Yeah, who they thought Mac Daddy was dead. But boom, he comes out, and what does he want? Give me my goddamn flute. My flute. <laughs> I want my flute, motherfucker. <laughs> So Aqualung. <laughs> so they confront Postmaster P, Stray, and Butch. And for one of the several times in this movie where you could just murder someone right away, both the Leprechaun and Mag Daddy and not Del Roy Lindo, they don't. They, mo- they monologue for a bit. Yeah. But when he decides to shoot them, Ice T, aka Mac Daddy Ones, forgets he has no finger anymore. Yes, and tries to pull the bullet with the stu- <laughs> no trigger with the stump. <laughs> Ow, my goddamn finger! Which gives them a chance to escape, so they jump off the roof. Yeah. into of course a a dumpster, which is always just right there. And have well, yeah, which apparently was filled with feathers and pillows. And they're still excited for the big audition and for going to Vegas. <laughs> but they don't have a place to stay. Oh boy! Oh my God! So where do we stay? Where can we stay? And okay. where do they stay? The intro to this scene, this is what I'm talking about. Where Who was on set thinking, okay, you know what? Here's how we're going to open this shot. 
on a glass dildo. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when it's not just on a glass dildo, we're going to pan up the dildo to yep. get full length. Yeah. Girth, we don't care about. Full length. And then right to a transsexual. Pre-op, whose name is Fo- Miss Fontaine. Miss Fontaine, yes. And, oh, man. She's in bras, fishnets, and her glass dildo is just sitting out on her table. Like, like that's her de- home decor. Like, Brazzers did the home decor of this place. Of course. <laughs> And of course, they're all just completely grossed out by her. How do they know Miss Fontaine? I have no idea, but right? they just know her, and they go up there and they want to stay there. And she's just sort of sultry and kind of coming on to all of them, and especially to Butch, who, as we, everyone reminds him, is yeah. a virgin. And yeah, and everything. Butch's acting choice: everything is a duck face. Yeah. Like that's his acting choice. <laughs> <laughs> They're out practicing because remember they got that big audition. They pass the audition, they get to go to Vegas, so they're out practicing. And and a neighbor is like, "Shut that shit off!" and actually throws a bottle at them. (laughs) At which point, everyone goes inside, but Postmaster P starts playing that flute. But before he does, the first, the most honest dialogue of the movie goes, "Man, we really fucking suck." (laughs) (laughs) But he starts playing the flute, and then the, the neighbor reappears and is like, play more of that. And yep. then next thing you know, it's a gigantic house party. Mm, when we say gigantic house party, there's five heads <laughs> in the front of the shot to signify a crowd. For this movie, <laughs> yes. that is like the attack on Helm's Deep in Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's, <laughs> that is a full screen. <laughs> So uh, the everyone disperses. They're all going to bed. Miss Fontaine uh, goes to bed, and in comes the leprechaun. He just says, knows that they're there for some reason. Quote, I didn't come to play with fruit. I only came for me motherfucking flute. Yeah. Yeah. But so Ms. that's Fon- this movie. Miss <laughs> Fontaine wants to fuck this She's leprechaun. Just ready to go. Just like, Everybody oh. in this movie goes, you ugly motherfucker to the leprechaun. But Miss Fontaine, you yeah. know how transsexuals are. They and just have to have it. As they're outside, they start hearing these noises, which, you know, you kind of can't tell. Are they sex noises? Are yeah. they agony noises? What's right. going on? They come in and they just see what appears to be Miss Fontaine getting the shit plowed out of her. <laughs> Miss Fontaine's in the buck. They are and all. The leprechaun's just going to town. So they are all disgusted by this, right? But the sort of like, the thing is like, we find out she's actually getting murdered. Yeah. Which is not disgusting. Fuck this. <laughs> this is one of our several no wounds murder yes. it's just miss fontaine lays sideways with red syrup coming out of her mouth <laughs> so now again everyone's just searching for this damn flute everyone wants the flute so how do they get out of miss fontaine's house with the leprechaun still in there right yeah they set a trap they set a trap and of course butch is, is good at blowing shit up so he comes up with some kind of MacGyver, yeah, uh, science shit. He they put something on a heating pad, and then plug that in. But here's the thing: (laughs) the mirror that's hanging up in Miss Fontaine's house is the same mirror that was used at the bar. It's got the same crack in the middle of the mirror. (laughs) They had one mirror for that. We got one mirror. We got one cracked. I want to know what happened the day it cracked when they're like, "Fuck! Ah. (laughs) This has to double for every mirror in this movie." So they do trap the leprechaun, and they set him ablaze. Here's, how, why, how do you set a trap for a character that has shown the ability to just be anywhere at any time at all? And he just appears. apparently unaffected by, by everything. Uh, except, oh, Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, the logic line we're drawing is not going to work. So our heroes, quote-unquote heroes, the Raptrio, they escape. 
uh, the leprechaun isn't going to die because um, fire doesn't kill him. Only four-leaf clovers. And we I find think, out later. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we found them missed that in one of the four leprechauns that came before. <laughs> so they go for reasons I still am, do not understand. They go to visit Postmaster P's grandma, his old blind grandma. Oh, I get it now. Because it's hilarious that she's blind. It's hilarious. <laughs> not, not that just she's blind, but is she sassy, Dan? She's a little sassy. Is she, sass- she going to give as good as she gets? Oh, butch, you still a virgin? <laughs> yeah. Boy, you hanging with those hoodlum friends. Meanwhile, still, no one, even though we have, they have witnessed magic happening yes. with their eyes, they are not convinced that this is a magical flute. That's ridiculous. People are still like, this is one of the things that irritates me so much in a movie. When people watch things levitate with blue light floating around them, yeah. and it's like, you just saw that with your eyes. Obviously, it's magic. Yeah, you would question. It has to be magic. Every single thing that comes after you would be like, is this a part of it? Is this, is this part magic? Of- yeah. Is that magic? Jesus, fuck. But yeah, no, none of them are convinced that it's magic. Uh, one of my favorite parts is, is um, Postmaster P explaining a straight bullet the powers of the magic flute. Because he, he, he's like, we're going to show, I'm going to show you how this works on Butchie. And before he tells him to plug his ears, Straight Bullet goes to plug his, the actor playing Straight Bullet goes to plug his ears. Like, and they never said, you know what, cut, wait till you're told to do that action before doing that action. <laughs> <laughs> so they now decide, I don't know why they don't just stay with the grandma, but they decide, now let's leave again. We we need to go find sanctuary, which of course means they go to a church. Um, They go to a studio (laughs) (laughs) with lawn chairs, candles, like the candles you buy at the grocery store. Use your imagination, Corky. A sign that says... uh, Borman Tabernacle Church there. uh, There's a sign hanging up that says, Bill in the name of God... And a computer, a 1998 <laughs> computer. That's a church in this movie. That's a church. That's a church. And the reverend wakes them up because they're just sleeping in the church. Yeah. And he wakes them up and says that they can stay if they perform a song, which, of course. Also, they have to pay. They got to pay. He's a Creflo dollar kind of money guy. Oh, exactly. Yeah. He's a real creep, too, as we find oh, out. Oh, yeah. So everything goes really bad because they're doing their. Gangster. Well, suddenly they can only do gangster lyrics. I don't know what happened to positivity, but suddenly it's bitches and hoes. And Jesus the, loves me. This I know. If you don't, I'll find some hoes. Yeah, that's the level on this movie. That's man. positivity <laughs> in their book, I guess. All right. So they. they have, but then what happens? Postmaster P. Everyone's ready to walk out. Yeah, all the church oh, that, people. That, that, I love that. Everybody leaves church They're just because like, the entertainment's great. bad. <laughs> I renounce Jesus Christ as my savior because I didn't like this song. You booked the act? That was bad. I'm leaving. Judaism for me. But of course, Postmaster P pulls out the flute and calms the crowd and everyone's back into it. Uh, Even Coolio. Coolio shows up. Cameoing as himself and saying no words. Is it a Cooliamio? It's a Cooliamio. (laughs) So... They're now cornered. they're rocking the house. They're rocking the house, and everybody's digging it. And this line, we better pray. If we don't, Jesus will make us pay. That's true Christianity. <laughs> really? Jesus is vengeful as shit really? if you don't it's pray. Old Testament church. <laughs> yeah, Jesus went back to the Old Testament. <laughs> but they're cornered afterward by both Mac Daddy and they, the Leprechaun, they who just both know, just always show up. They just know that they're there. They just show up, yeah. So the Leprechaun... Literally blows a hole through not Delroy Lindo in, through not Delroy Lindo yeah. the henchman and he just does it by like waving waving his hand yes um, 
Which I guess he can do that anytime. He can kill it, he anybody does it again later, but he just fucks around with these two, and Ice T just takes off. There's a solid minute of reaction to the Del, not Delroy Lindo getting murdered, to which then Ice T turns around, sees the leprechaun, and then runs right He's by like, him. I'll see you, and he just allows him to walk right by him. Meanwhile, the re- these guys they run into a room and close the door and lock it. <laughs> Which completely stymies the leprechaun. Yeah, he suddenly is like, I cannot get through this door. How am I going to get through this door? I can blow a hole through, man. You can see through. But uh, doors? I can move things with my mind. I can heat things up. Hey, I could the, burn this door down. The powers of wood be uh, but no, beyond the leprechaun's He decides, can. I'm three foot six. I'm going to put my full weight into this door. And so he's like smashing his shoulder against it. At which point he runs back to do a cartoonish, like, let me gain steam to do it. Yeah. They pull out a safe, have the open safe there. He runs to the door. They open the door. He flies into the safe, and he's trapped in the safe. Yes. Which he also can't control. Right, I, I, good point. Yeah, he's it's, kind of uh, rumbling against that. He's yeah, that's very a point. inconsistently powerful. But now the scenes of him in the safe are obviously the scenes of where he was when he murdered <laughs> Jackie was, D. This was the quote unquote underworld. Because when he was in Jackie, when Jackie D was getting murdered, I was like, is he in the trunk? Is he somehow in the? Why did he get in the trunk to have his fly girl murder Jackie D? So the summation of the scene uh mac daddy has run off mac daddy's he's, gone he's still at large the leprechaun's just in the safe here in a safe in the church upstairs and meanwhile the trio the rip hop the sorry meanwhile this hip-hop trio is like sweet let's go to nail our fucking audition and we're gonna go to vegas like they're still about the fucking audition <laughs> nobody's questioning all their belief no systems one. nobody's just wants to leave and get the fuck out they're trying, I love this part, they're trying to play the flute, and the guy presses the boom box and says, it won't sample. <laughs> <laughs> a real understanding of the sampling DJ arts. There is a body upstairs, and nobody is concerned at all. They are nonplussed about this body nah, being with a, a hole, in, hole it. in it. Not Delroy Lindo is dead in the church. <laughs> just a giant hole in him. But the leprechaun, we see him in this, his in the safe, and he says, "From the depths of the underworld, I summon you, me zombie fly girls." <laughs> Which a does not rhyme. No, you're right. There's well, none of that rhymes. No, none of that rhymes. But it works, I guess. There's zombie fly girls. Uh, so the the fly girl comes in, one of these like women who has sunglasses and a really tight dress, really tight gold dress. And she walks in on the preacher, who immediately is like, I am molesting this person. Oh, yeah. The preacher like, goes from he zero is to... just hardcore into the He's crotch. just witnessed everything that qu- destroys his belief system. It's like, Jesus but it's dead, man. But this man's got a hard-on for this. <laughs> I got to say, these zombie fly girls, best performances in the movie. Fantastic. They gave everything. Fantastic Every stuff. scene. Yeah. So they, she takes off her glasses, and she has, like, red glowing eyes. And the leprechaun kills the preacher by basically just sticking a hand straight through his body. Yeah, and somehow he's out of the safe now. He's out of the safe, yeah. which, okay. This didn't happen earlier. Zombie fly girl safe crackers. So the next scene, we now have Postmaster, Stray, and They Butchie. go and perform at their audition. They're back at their audition. <laughs> they nail this they fucking audition. They are not going to miss Vegas, baby. They nail the audition. And now they're doing like an NWA-inspired track. All the drum tracks in this are so bad, but uh. they're doing... Because they so want to reference NWA. He's dressed like MC Ren. And the song goes, hit the ground, hit the ground, run. Hit the ground, hit the ground, running. <laughs> it so wants to be 100 miles of running or straight out of Compton. <laughs> so they are backstage. They're like, yeah, we fucking killed that. And sure enough, some, uh, I mean, 
I don't know. Who was this guy? Like, I know he's supposed to be vice president of A&R. You're talking about Barry Grady? <laughs> Barry Grady. Not Barry Gordy. <laughs> Barry Grady. <laughs> Barry Grady. Who is a white guy. A white guy just like Mr. White Folks. If you've ever seen Pimps Up, Hose Down, he's just like <laughs> Mr. White Folks. The white pimp. He's got a fur coat, the trilby hat. Ugh. And he lets them know that they've won the contest and they're going to Vegas. Dope Disc Records wants to sign you guys. Holy moly. But the party is crashed by who else? Zombie fly girls. Zombie fly girls. Who keep growing in number every time you see them. Yeah, and they get the the flute back to the leprechaun, who is just sort of their puppet master or whatever. They're every oh, Jesus. This is so confusing <laughs> the way this happened. Postman SAP gives the flute back. At which point he says something like he tries to grab the flute back, and then the leprechaun forces stray bullet. To shoot himself. Yes. And the scene just ends. Scene just ends. Apparently the leprechaun just walks off and leaves these other two guys who he could kill by thinking about it. At any time. Just leave them alive. Just leave them alive to fuck around. And that's the end of the scene. Next thing we see is they have Stray Bullet's body. (laughs) They drove his body to the train train tracks. (laughs) Where they are known to hang out and have meetings. (laughs) And they're like, they just walk. 10 feet away and decide to sit down and have a very emotional conversation about what they're going to do with their lives. Postmaster P says, we got to go to Vegas. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, still with the Vegas. <laughs> Butchie says, man, that was a long time ago. That was two fucking days ago. We've seen one sleeping at the church ha- scene. <laughs> it was last night. Then we have a zombie fly girl audition in an elevator. This yeah, the leprechaun like- has essentially decided to stick around and, and apparently take up residence in this quote-unquote club that Mac Daddy owns. Yes. Because he's got all of the zombie fly girls hanging out with him, but they're bringing in new recruits, too, and they're taking him up in the elevator. Meanwhile, the leprechaun is smoking a joint, Yep. and he's ready for all these women to come up. And he says, she's the bomb. Yes. And then the next scene, this is another scene that you probably figured probably was meant to go somewhere else in the movie. <laughs> the fuck. We're back at the grandma's house. He the, just goes to the grandma's he house. He just walks in the grandma's the door. The leprechaun does. Instantly, the blind grandma goes, oh, you must want me, must appease friends. He came here for my good cooking. Who the fuck is this guy bringing over to his grandma's house? <laughs> He's bringing child-sized people over to his blind grandma's house? That rings a lot of bells, a lot of alarm bells. Anyway, yeah, they do a whole thing where she, Mr. Magoo's it because she can't see him. And she's like, hey, I'll come in here and I'll make a meal for you. So she makes a meal and he sits down and she feels his hands and says he has arthritis. Yes. And so she insists that because his hands are so gnarly, she's going to feed him. She's just going to feed him. This actress's performance of being blind and trying to feed someone just means that she's jabbing a fork in several different directions. (laughs) No Eat. Eat, motherfucker. Eat. Just throwing the fork every which way. He gets a bite in, but then the second time, she stabs him in his eye and pulls out his eye. End of scene, it never comes back. No, it's a dream sequence. It's a dream sequence? Yeah, because that Postmaster P wakes up and goes, oh, it was a dream. That was <laughs> that was the dream sequence. But then in the dream... <laughs> and then in the dream sequence, he goes and answers the door because someone's knocking at his door, and it's Straight Stray Bullet, Bullet who's murdered And he himself. wakes up from that. And he wakes up from that. It's a dream sequence in a dream sequence. This movie is poorly shot and edited. Yes, that's just one example right there. So master Postmaster P is having nightmare after nightmare. <laughs> nightmares door- within nightmares. Nightmares within nightmares. Dana Dane shit. And then he knocks. He hears knocking at the door. 
goes and answers the door, and even the worst nightmare possible, it's Butchie. <laughs> I know, right? Ah! Oh, fuck. This is really happening. Go back to the nightmare. Go back to the nightmare. <laughs> Butchie's there. Butchie decides we got to go, and we got to go get that flute back. Butchie breaks out a book called <laughs> Leprechaun for Dummies. Leprechauns for Dummies. <laughs> where he tells them. But this is my favorite scene in the entire movie, because Butchie now does a bunch of expository right. that sets up the last 15 minutes of this movie. Exactly. That the only way to stop this leprechaun is to take away his powers temporarily by making him smoke weed laced with four-leaf clovers. The essence of four-leaf clovers Which he went and found, apparently. <laughs> the other part is that Butchie also exposits that he's been sneaking around the club that Mac Daddy's known that the yeah. leprechaun has set up. And people go up, but they don't come back down. I think he's fucking them to death. <laughs> Couldn't even get the line out. I think he's fucking them to death. Did we ever find out if he was fucking them to death? I think he was that's definitely a, fucking them. I, is he? Isn't he? He wanted to fuck at the end. I mean, I assume he seemed pretty into fucking. Yeah, I think I think he was fucking him to death. Yeah, just just the whole that they, they wrote this movie and they were like, well, we got to wrap this up somehow. Okay, Butchie <laughs> knows that he takes people up and fucks them to death. Also, he knows about the four leaf clovers in the joint. And they say, well, we got to get close to him in order to get this to get him this joint. How are we going to get so close to him? Jesus and Christ. And instantly, I, I knew right away, right away. Did you? Oh, absolutely. I, because I actually, it uh, on. I think I paused it, mm-hmm. like right at the moment before it cuts to what we see in the next scene. And they was like, there's only one thing we can do. And I was, because I was going up to get us, uh, fill up my coffee or something like that. And I paused it and instantly I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> they just wrote like, dress up like women to get close. And sure enough, they're getting dressed up, you know, oh. even though they, he's... Butch still has a mustache, uh, but they get a, in uh, makeup and in jewelry and There's in dresses. There's an actual silly montage of them bosom buddying it, dressing up like women. And Butchie actually, I mean, Butchie actually kind of passes for like a church-going woman right. on like Sunday morning. Yeah. If, she, if he had a church hat, it'd be fine. But Postmaster P, <laughs> he looks like a less feminine Wesley Snipes into Wong Fu. <laughs> oh my God, he yeah. is yoked as shit in this tight red sequence. He passes not at all. No, not so good. But they dress up like women to get into the club and to get close. They smoke out the zombie fly girls, which these, breaks the curse. These scenes are so bad, man. And they they tell him where the leprechaun is. So then he goes to the leprechaun. He smokes out the leprechaun. The leprechaun, is, yeah, through rhyme, basically says, get down on my junk. We were about one second away from watching the leprechaun get a blowjob from <laughs> Postmaster <laughs> super, P. Super, super Which close. would have made this movie actually good in my book. I would, have, I would have gone with it. But they go the more obvious route, which is that... But they don't kill him. He passes out. He's got no powers. He just passes out then from they the poorly clever and they leave. They just leave. They take the flute and they take off. To which you have a scene straight out of The Departed. The elevator lands, opens up. Butchie shot immediately. <laughs> Drops like Leo DiCaprio in The Departed. And of course, it's Mac Daddy who is right there and he shot Butch who dies. Butchie's last line of dialogue, though. <laughs> P, you think there's pussy in heaven? <laughs> Somebody wrote that fucking line. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. So now the Leprechaun and Postmaster P are kind of facing off, and they start. They both start rhyming. Postmaster P just suddenly starts talking in a Leprechaun. They go episode. in a full eight mile ending to this because yeah. they start rhyme battling. They, start, they just start rhyming at you each You can other. tell. Okay, so I'll. I'll back this up. Every performance they had as this group, they never named their group either, did they? 
But no. it's obvious that Stray Bullet was a rapper who right. was acting in this movie, and Postmaster P was an actor who was acting as a rapper in this right. movie. It's obvious throughout. What about Butch? Butchie, Butchie did a duck face. <laughs> but he can actually passably do the Warwick Davis lilt. He has a good, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think Straight Bullet could have done it. So while he's distracting him, who comes back in but Mac Daddy, who had been, I can't remember what the fuck happened to Mac Daddy. He got... Mac Daddy, so Mac Daddy is like uh, trying to convince Postmaster P that they right. need to team up. And t- This is after he opened fire on them after coming out of the elevator. Murders Butch. And then he's like, like, no, we need to team up. Let's team up. <laughs> And we'll take out the the leprechaun. But he gets hurt somehow. No, uh, Postmaster P says fuck it and just shoots him full. Plugs just shoots him. Three bullets. He goes. Oh down right, and but dies. he shoots him all on the uh, left side of the all non vital organs. I he guess. makes sure to just aim for the non vital because he gets right back up and swings his chair right up again. Yeah, and while uh, the leprechaun is distracted with this rhyming that's going back and forth. Mac Daddy smashes a chair over the leprechaun's head. Which causes... The necklace to fly the up. The amulet flies and up. And again, even though he has telekinesis and control things with his mind, he allows it to fall right onto his neck and turns back into a statue. Now we cut, and now it's the huge show. It's the huge show, which is just a dark stage. <laughs> no lighting on this stage. No lighting. Smoke machine and a man. You can't, you can't even tell what song he's doing because yeah. you can't see his face. There's no crowd. Mm-mm. It's just a person on stage, but this is the big show. It's supposed to be like this is his big show, and it's Postmaster P, and he's doing a solo show, and he's talking about how I'm the king. The lyrics are, I passed the test. They fucked my nest. What does that mean? <laughs> they fucked your nest? <laughs> So we never see this supposed crowd. There's no there. crowd. But even when they do the the sound effects of the crowd, it's obviously just pulled it from some like uh, the Gong Show. Yeah, just some <laughs> some uh, stock kind There's of a audio Wilhelm that scream they pull out somewhere in there because it sounds like twenty people. Yeah. In, a, in a tight club, just go yeah yeah That was. But anyway, that's his crowning moment. He takes off his sunglasses, and what do we see? Glowing green eyes. He's a zombie fly girl. At which point, it cuts to the leprechaun. And he says, I taught him everything he knows. And that's the movie. Or is it? Uh Uh-oh. Because now Warwick Davis gets up and performs a rap song. This is so bad. Leps in the hood, up to no good. (laughs) Yes, Warwick Davis in character as the leprechaun outros us with a rap song in the club about getting his gold back. It feels, yeah, oh, God. It feels like it. this was going to be a video from the movie or something. <laughs> and I got to say, again, why the Zombie Fly Girls went for it, because they went for it in this scene, too. Absolutely. Uh, but it, there's two bars of rap, and then Lep in the Hood, up to no good. Yeah. Lep in the oh, God. Brutal. It's really, well, We really may play brutal. a cut of that. Ew. I come from the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Blunt is dope, this place is hype. There's a lass, she's just my type. I hate your resort so soon to have Haven't been late so long, it's happening. And then that's the movie, man. That's that it. Credits roll. That's it. All 17 people in this movie. All wrapped named. up in a nice, neat little package. What's sadder? Mr. Chow's dance scene mm. or Warwick Davis's rap scene? Woo! Warwick Davis? Yeah. I mean, it's just awful. It's so bad. It's just awful. They, there's a part where they carry him like, like they make a chair. Yeah. 
I gotta say, Warwick Davis goes for it. He does. It's also his fifth. Yeah, fifth time as a character. I think he's got it down by now. Acting under that much makeup oh, to absolutely. be able to still emote and yeah. stuff, and working with the people that he was working with, <laughs> they're giving him nothing. Just outclassing man. him. Yeah. So I was in Star Wars. Yes, son of a bitch. <laughs> So that's it. That yeah, is a little that's... film called Leprechaun in the Hood. Quirky, anything to say before we wrap it up and give it our ratings and cast it into the underworld? Gav, you son of a bitch, we're cooking up something dastardly for you. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're after me pot of gold, man. So let's give our ratings. Uh, run-of-the-mill bad film is a dare. Next level bad movie, we give the double dare. A movie we actually think is pretty good gets the reverse dare. Quirky, rating for Leprechaun... In the hood. In the hood. It's a double dare. It's it a is. double dare all the way. Yeah, I. Um, it, this is this is a movie that's so low budget, so mm. poorly done by people who should not be making movies. Right. I really suspect that this is a movie where they showed up on set someday and said, "Let's do this." Not in the let's do three takes and keep the best one. They just said, "Hey, let's." I got an idea. And it fucks up everything that the movie's about. And then they have to justify that. Or they right. don't. Or that they came to set with a script and realized there's no possible way we can film this because it requires people, it requires <laughs> sets, it requires camera movement, it requires all these things that we are not equipped to do. Yeah. So like, let's really pare this down and just do a series of close-ups of us looking at each other. <laughs> like, you look left, look right, look left, look right. You're having a conversation. Let's buy one mirror for the whole shoot. It's <laughs> one fucking mirror. Uh, double Dare all the way, man. Yeah, Double Dare for me, too. I mean, I would have loved to say... that I, I laughed a few times. Sure. But boy, I mean, those were super just cheap, cheap laughs. Super bargain basement. It, it just it should be more fun than it is, but it's just so incompetently shot and acted, and it just looks so ugly. It sounds so ugly. Yeah, and all so. all the comedy uh, in quotation marks coming from confrontations, yes. just angry unlikable people absolutely yeah give some credit to ice tea i don't why? know why <laughs> why because <laughs> it was fucking hilarious whatever he said flute all right so that's all we have on you on this episode of Dare daniel but we'll be back in two weeks with an irish spring no we won't that's all we have for you on this episode of dare daniel but we'll be back for you in two weeks to review another one of your movie dares until then send your most sadistic or altruistic movie dares to us at daredaniel.com and be sure to follow Dare Daniel Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. You can read more of my movie reviews in the Sacramento News and Review and at newsreview.com. Corky! Hi! Where can people find you and your pot of gold? I'll be performing. Play your a, flute. I'll be performing in Killarney and Blarney, <laughs> Kintork and Cork, and West County Kildare. Mm. <laughs> With me band, the Jolly Beggarman. <laughs> Very good. For Dare Daniel, I'm Daniel Barnes. Our producer is Johnny Flores. He's a lep in the hood, and he is up to no good. And I'm Corky McDonald saying, I hope there's pussy in heaven. <laughs> Why else am I going to church? <laughs>